This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. For hundreds of years, anthropologists have studied the social relationships of human beings. And none have been more confounding than what they call the different strokes effect. Get it? Meet Jade Gulliver, a charmingly low-maintenance, amicable sci-fi fan and avid podcaster. And David Lim, a top model strutting, goldfish loving, walking jukebox. So, can you handle the difference? Get ready for Difference Strokes. This is Different Strokes on Joy 94.9 with Jade and Dave. Jade, last night some very, very exciting news broke for gay and lesbian people all over the world, Mm -hmm. but particularly um, for our Kiwi friends. Yeah, same-sex marriage got passed. Got passed in New Zealand. Yay! It is now legal. How exciting is that, Jade, and so close to home? It was funny. um, My girlfriend actually said to me, oh, maybe we should elope to New Zealand. And I was like, well, um, people have already booked flights to New York. (laughs) I didn't want to. Can I just say, it took all the strength in me to be respectful to not text you and go, you know what, girls, you should have hold off the engagement announcement until, yeah, you know, for such a time like this, because... Surely the flight to New Zealand will be cheaper than, you know, the flight to New York. But, hey, your girlfriend's American. We have to, you have to get married in America. Yeah, I do. And come on, Dave, we're going to spend <laughs> some fabulous times together in New York City. Why are you even complaining? I know, I know. That, that's why I didn't send you the text. But I thought it was, I was like, I wonder if she would just think, oh, damn, could have gotten married in New Zealand. No, <laughs> no. I'm like, well, it sounds a bit more glamorous to get married in New York, doesn't I it? I know, yeah. If you could get married where they filmed 30 Rock. Yeah. I think that will be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Jade, look, it's it's a it's a monumental step ahead for our friends in New Zealand and I've noticed that even on Twitter. Mm-hmm. PS, I've gone back on Twitter. Uh, yeah. For those of you who are unaware, this is our last show, so he's going to have a lot more time on his hands now, so <laughs> <laughs> channeling all my, you know, energy into 100 and what, 40 characters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lots of 140 40 characters. <laughs> yeah. But but um, yeah, I noticed last night that people were just really ecstatic. A lot of my friends, gay, straight, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, were just really ecstatic about the news. And also, strangely enough, um, not strangely enough, actually, put a lot of pressure on the Australian government mm-hmm. to follow suit. So, fingers it's a, crossed. It's a bit concerning that both sides of politics are still holding hmm. firm. It's really interesting, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I I sense that change is going to happen. It's inevitable. And um, who knows, in five, seven, ten years, we might look back on this and go, can you believe that was an issue once upon a time, that gay gay and lesbian people couldn't get married? Like, it's just... Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe in the future generation they'll just go, well, you know, that was an interesting time in history. You know what we need to do? We need to send Mama Lim up to Canberra. She'll take care of it. <laughs> she will sort them out. 
Yeah, maybe even bring them cheesecake for breakfast because that's that's what she has for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> strange, but uh, you don't choose your mum. So. <laughs> hey, I'm Marina and the Diamonds, and you are listening to Different Strokes with Jade and Dave on Joy 94.9. You did a power finger at the end of I feel Dave. the need to let everyone know that that song was Love on Top by Beyonce <laughs> because uh, like 10 seconds before we had to come back on air, Jade was like, is this Ricky Lee? I'm like... <laughs> Really? Like, I know we love Ricky Lee, but surely you know that this is a Beyonce song. Well, look, I only know the main Beyonce songs. (laughs) The key hit singles. I know like four Beyonce songs and that's about it. That's probably as many, you know, far reaching um, worldwide hits as she has. So I think you're you're doing pretty well. You probably know, you know, uh, more Michelle Williams songs than um, the average pedestrian. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) I probably, I know more about who Michelle Williams actually is. (laughs) Than Beyonce. (laughs) I think we've, you know, we've never made it a secret in the five years we've been doing different strokes that our preferred child of destiny is Tanitra. Yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) We can relate. We can relate to Michelle, let me just tell you. And um, also, by the way, Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child commented on a photo I posted on Instagram. Yeah. Because I had a photo of her as my Twitter header background. So and I was uh, I posted that on Instagram saying you know Saint Tanitra is watching over my feed, <laughs> amen. And then she saw that and she commented, amen. <laughs> I was like, yes, I got an amen from Michelle Williams. <laughs> Surely that is a gold ticket to heaven. Yeah, definitely. like that is a seat right next to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, if a gospel singer says amen to you, <laughs> wouldn't you want to just sit next to Michelle? Yeah, but I assume she'll be sitting near Jesus as well because, you know, she's so saintly. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Jade, look, this is our last ever um, uh, episode of Different Strokes and I feel like, you know, it's not right to go out without maybe moments of reminiscing. Mm -hmm. We don't want to turn into some sort of indulgent greatest hits show. Yeah. Because really, um, the, no, the nobody's paying for are, this. Uh, few and far between. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Come on now, Jade. It's only five years. It's not like the ten-year anniversary. <laughs> you don't get no box set with this. There's <laughs> none of this kind of action. But Jade, uh, I'm flashing back to a moment uh, <clears throat> where once, and this is like I think it was pretty early on when we started Breakfast Radio, mm-hmm. and uh, you were actually uh, talking about a dream you had about a different strokes variety show so um, let's take a listen to that because it kind of references a lot of the guests and interviews that we've had over the years Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is not a regular show that you saw in your dream no it was some sort of different strokes variety show so there was like (laughs) it was like the best of the best so the best of all of our guests ever were we wearing sequin jackets well there was some sort of performance (laughs) going on and there was like you know so Ricky Lee was there our friends Rofi from Rofi Does they were there it's a very different strokes lineup so we've got a couple of bloggers yeah. And we've got, you know, Australia's premier fag hag pop star. <laughs> yeah. And there was, so there was just like all kinds of weird stuff. Going. I think even Danny was there at one point. It was really weird. As in Danny Minogue. Yeah. And so, <laughs> was she judging us? <laughs> pretty much. She's always judging us. She's always judging us. Uh, and then there was like, so, you know, there was that variety show element, but there was also like the behind the scenes stuff going on. Like, you know how in those, I don't know, these days when they've got like the behind the scene, like I was sort of privy to what was happening behind the scenes of this different show variety show. Maybe it's because show. you are on the show and you are also on stage yeah. and behind the scenes as well. Yeah. 
So is this like, you know, the audience looking at the show and behind the scenes through Jade's eyes? Yes, because I it was it was my point of view. So I was definitely sort of it, it was definitely my perception of what was happening in this variety show situation. What was I wearing? I'm afraid to ask. I can't remember what you were wearing. You never know in dreams, you guys. I was caught up in the human drama of all of these people being around us. Because <laughs> sometimes when your friends appear in your dreams, you don't know what they're, you know, they're not usually wearing what you, you think they'll be wearing. Yeah. Sometimes nothing at all. So that's why I was a bit afraid to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad our relationship is intact and nothing has been damaged from you, like, seeing me naked in your dreams no, or something. No, no, As no. far as I'm, we've got a brother-sister relationship. So that would have been very twisted. Yeah. It would, you would have needed to, like, seek therapy, I it, think. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make this Different Strokes variety show happen. <laughs> Somebody call up Ricky Lee. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start there and then we'll go down the list. Yeah, down the list. And then we'll finally end up at Danny Minogue and see how she's feeling about it. <laughs> we need to get enough guests on there first as leverage. Yeah. Look, Danny, um, we just need someone to stand around and judge us. What, how do you feel How about do you that? feel about that? <laughs> now, the salary's not quite on X Factor or Australia's Got Talent. Basically, we can offer nothing. Yeah. We can give you, like, a chocolate sundae. The opportunity to judge us should be enough. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready for a different Strokes take on music. You know how in that intro, Jade, I was saying, you know, I listen to Strummy Lala music as well. Yeah. It's been five years of us knowing each other, and I feel like over time, I, it's getting harder and harder for me to predict what sort of music you're going to bring on Different Strokes, because I think your taste has evolved from just Strummy Lala, barefoot, and, you know, bar stools kind of music, yeah. to, you know, maybe more indie dance and indie electro. Well, yours has too, though. Yeah, I've, I've kind of gone the other way, so I've gone more Strummy Lala. Yeah. Well, my pick of the week this week, Dave, I I think it's going to, you know, they call themselves synth pop. But to me, when I listen to um, this track, I don't think that they're mainstream likable synth pop. Okay, so it's not like The Killers? No. <laughs> um, they're, um, the, the name of the band is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. See, I thought there was a typo on the sheet, you guys. When I saw that, I was like, did... Jade type Junior twice? Who would... Come on, really? Dale um, Earnhardt Junior Junior. And you know how I love songs uh, when there's brackets in them? Oh, uh, yeah, song titles with brackets. And the song of the week you've chosen is If You Didn't See Me, and brackets. then in brackets, then you weren't on the dance floor. Yeah. I don't know why I said it in that sassy way, <laughs> but um, it, it just kind of, it looked like a really sassy title. So I thought like throwing that in. So I guess it, they're incredibly on the indie side of um, synth pop, I would say. If you are into things like Passion Pit or Phoenix, but more of their obscure type music, then I think you'll like this song. It's kind of, it's got some really good elements to it. It's 
it's dance floorish, but only if you're in a hipster dance floor. Like, oh my goodness, hipster dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> are there are there certain kind of uh, hipster dancing required? I'm for sure this? there is. <laughs> no, no, you can't have any like set moves, right? Is that what hipsters do? I don't know how hipsters dance. I don't even think they dance. They kind of sway and bend their knees a little. Yeah. Joy, ninety four point nine. Jade, it's our last show, so you know I'm like you know getting all the energy out. Okay. <laughs> but uh, we have received a lot of very lovely text messages and tweets and mm-hmm. emails. So we're going to read some of them out, Jade. Yes. Text from Tony who says, uh, morning guys, hope you have a great last show and good luck in your future endeavours. Marco says, hey Jade, it'll never be the same. You will be sadly missed on Joy. Best wishes for the next chapter. Thank you, Marco. Hello. I'm sorry to hear you're leaving. I will miss you both, Nadine. Thanks, Nadine. Uh, Dennis says, Hi, guys. Just wanted to say a big thank you for all the fun you've given us each Thursday morning. I know all your listeners will miss you very much. Good luck to both of you. And who knows, maybe we'll be lucky enough to have you back on air together one day. Oh, like a reunion special? Yeah, a variety. (laughs) Maybe like on the, you know, 10-year anniversary. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) we got to do it like Girls Aloud. Uh, We did have, we also had a tweet coming from Amber who said, Like Black Caviar, you're going out in fine form and with plenty of fans. Don't know if salmon and black are your colours, though. Oh, look. <laughs> look, a really good um, sporting reference right there, Dave. Really good sporting reference. And Amber, black and salmon <laughs> is totally our colours. <laughs> Needless to say, I'm rocking the black yeah. because Jade is such a salmon I, and pink girl. I could never wear salmon. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> it's called different strokes, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Nick uh, Nick has sent us an email and says, Hi, Limmy and Jade, who seems lovely. I love that. <laughs> I've met Nick. Uh, okay. He lives in Brisbane. I've, I've met Nick. But, um, yeah, he, he's saying that you seem lovely, so it's, that's nice. <laughs> sorry to hear it's your last day. Slightly more so since I tuned in about two minutes before you played Marina. Best of luck to both of you in the future. Although, Lamonce, I will be probably talking with you in two hours on social media anyway. <laughs> Now, please play Girls Aloud. See, that was sent right before we played Girls Aloud. It's like you read our minds. It's like you read our minds. So, but over the years, uh, we've been we've been saying how Jade was saying before how the music has you know our taste in music has really merged over the years. But that's not the only thing. We started off the show five years ago or something as virtually complete strangers. We mm-hmm. didn't know each other. That was where the name Different Strokes came from because we were so different. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's take a little bit of a flashback to hear how well we really do know each other now after all this time. I'd secretly sit there while I'm waiting and hope for the person to not be a small talker. Yeah, you don't like making small talk small with talk. your hairdressers. So I like to go to like, if there's like, you know how they've got the, those little Asian style hairdressers? Yeah, yeah. I like to go to those because often there's a lot of non-English speaking people so I don't have to worry about the awkward, <laughs> like I just, you know, I just feel weird about the people making small talk I hate small talk anyway but even more so when they're touching my head the feedback I got with my personality test was that I'm emotional and I'm neurotic Mm -hmm. Dave seems like these are revelations to you but they're things that I've already known about you (laughs) Dave does this thing when he's flirting where he like flicks his hair I don't yeah do I yeah and your voice like just gets slightly different as well my voice gets different yeah Nobody knows you better than your lesbian best friend. This is the truth. (laughs) And nobody will embarrass you more in front of boys than your lesbian best friend. (laughs) Dave, look, I I think we probably do know each other just a little bit. 
Yeah, now. just a little bit now. Given that you've appointed me as best man at your wedding, yeah. I would say you know me pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Safe we, to be in a room together. We know each other's very good points and each other's very bad points. <laughs> <laughs> as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> she knows when I'm flicking my hair in a flirtatious way. <laughs> and he pretends not to be irritated when I try and embarrass him in front of boys. <laughs> hey, this is Winter Gordon and you're listening to Different Strokes with Jade and Dave on Joy 94.9. Comedian Craig Hill, welcome. I'm so excited. I'm sorry, I'm just saying that in my Scottish accent. I'm really excited. Hello, Joy people. Um, can I just say I absolutely love? Did you just say your show is called Different Strokes? Yes. I mean, come on. Could you get anything gear at this time in the morning? That's all we want. In life is different strokes. We're, we're like all kinds of gay. We're yeah. like you know 180 degrees gay. We, we go from left to right. Well, yeah. I must be butch because I didn't know Sunny and the Gomez sang. <laughs> I thought she just it's okay. acted. It's I, I'm okay. not even I, sure she did. Act. I didn't even know she was a person until. Yeah, I thought she was a dip. (laughs) I really thought she was something you dip a crisp into. I thought, oh, maybe a wee bit of, you know, mayonnaise and maybe a bit of Selena Gomez. And they said, it does sound like a dip, doesn't it? It sounds like a Mexican dip. It looks like a Mexican dip. It does. Maybe one day she will release her own brand of dips and chutneys. And can you tell me, does she sing badly then? Was she miming badly? She wasn't was miming, she, she was singing live. It, it was a bit oh. off-key. Yeah, it was Can not... somebody get that note to Britney? <laughs> you know, just mime. In fact, you know, there's a part of my show um, uh, that's just happened since I arrived in Melbourne, and I've just been here two days. Mm. And um, there's a part of my show that wasn't there before that's just happened because of the Melbournean people. Oh. And it's, it's, but the sound guy started playing with this kind of lovely reverb, and it was so beautiful. Beautiful that I was just like, oh my god, I should go, I should do divas. <laughs> and then I started restarting. Sorry, so I said to the audience, who should I do? Come on, we should do Barbara. And I was going because I always think Barbara Barbara Streisand sounds like a deaf person singing underwater. <laughs> you know what she goes? <laughs> She's got a very uh, rich nasally tone. It's very nasally tone. And uh, but uh, I was listening to it, and uh, yeah, and somebody shouted Britney. So I started, I was going, Britney as a diva? So I started realising, I was going, what would Britney sound like? And I realised that Britney sounds like she's being sick. When she sings, you know, she goes, And I was thinking, this is quite accurate, actually. Which is, do you know why I think she should mime? Because there's going to be projectile vomiting otherwise. <laughs> the funny thing about Britney miming is that there's actually a YouTube clip out there that studies the it. way she rolls her tongue when she mimes. Yes, yes. And it's like, no one can actually sing the way she mimes. Yeah. So she's not even miming realistically. Yeah, I've seen, have you ever seen the video clip where they take away the backing music and or the backing voice? And they show you her real, it's called Britney's real voice. <gasps> oh. It's mortifying. I can't tell if they played with it, but it's hysterical. <laughs> it's so bad. They you- probably got a chihuahua backstage and go, you know what? Here, honey. Why don't you sing same, to this track? Same noise. Yeah. Same noise. <laughs> Do you happen to know any of the Australian divas? Um, well, um, no, not really. Um, only um, oh, the one that was on, going Craig. out. The girl that was going out with Delta Goodrun. She's the only one I know. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, she's a lot older than you, but Olivia Newton John. Yeah. I'm slightly in love. I think you're missing one very crucial queen. Oh, Kylie! Yes. Oh, can I tell you something about Kylie? I, you know, I wear kilts on stage. Um, well, I did a gig for this uh, company called Iron Brew, which is run a famous kind of hangover cure in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And they have this uh, orange and blue, that's their colours, orange and blue tartan kilt made for them. But I know, it sounds, I like his face, you can't even see that on radio. Dave, <laughs> Dave just went, ugh. I know, it was like 50 it, shades of cringe. It is a bit garish, but, um, and gay. Um, but anyway, uh, I did this gig for them and they have this special tart in the zone that they had um, made for them but people ask for it for weddings and they don't allow them to use it so there's only ever been five of these kilts made and three of them are for people who are in the 
who work for the company. Mm-hmm. And the only other person who got one, as well as me, who was given it as a gift, was Kylie. Why would she want that? She didn't. She just got it. <laughs> but nevertheless, isn't that fantastic? I was so chuffed. I've got an iron brew kilt and Kyle's has an iron brew kilt. And who doesn't love a bit of Kyle? I mean, in Britain, we kind of feel like we own her slightly, but we don't. She's yours. And she's Melbournean. She's yeah. Melbournean. Yes, she yeah. is. She's one of us. But uh, yeah, it's OK. We're, we're happy to share Kylie. Uh, better the devil you know. Yes. I love your accent, by the way. Everything sounds so positive. I love it. And we actually love your accent. So tell us a bit about your show, Jock's Trap. What's well, um, do you know? I don't know if you know this in Australia. I thought people knew that the word jock means a Scotsman. So oh no! Jock, yeah, I thought that. I, I, I checked this internationally, and people assured me. It turns out I got here, and nobody knows. So I, it's a play on me being Scottish. So basically, um, the idea is that I am um, a Scottish comedian, and you're trapped in my audience because everyone knows I really play with the audience, and a lot of my shows very off the cuff. So some of the, the most fantastic moments are the moments that you find on stage. You know, like. I had this woman who was American who turned up with her gay son and I asked what her name was and she said Tamara and I started singing your son will come out Tamara <laughs> and it was one of these things you think if you didn't play with the audience you wouldn't find gifts mm. so I I do have my script and I have my things that I go back to and have a lot of fun with the audience but the stuff that's off the cuff is off, always the funnier stuff so I love comedy that's completely spontaneous So I would say that you're definitely a bit of a risk taker then mm. you know because that kind of stuff like Jade and I, we have a little bit of preparation and we, you know, we kind of do go off the cuff sometimes yeah. for breakfast radio, but for yourself, it sounds like, you know, you thrive on that energy. I do. And, just... and you have to be that kind of comedian though. You can't just do it. If you, if you're not somebody who's quick in the moment, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I realized when I forced myself to do it, when I'm under pressure, I often come up with stuff that I couldn't have written that's often better mm. than I ever could have written. So I love it and it keeps you really sharp. And what I like is that like, for example, two people tweeted last night mm-hmm. um, that they came to my show and they said, I love that I'm coming back. And I'm yeah. only doing six shows. Oh, by the way, we should talk about the show. It's called Jockstrap. Where's mm. it on? Oh, I'm at the Spiegel Tent. The Spiegel How Tent. How gorgeous is that at the Art <laughs> Centre? I mean, mucho glamoroso. Yeah. Um, so they will be ser- serving Selena Gomez dips. There. Yeah, I will be Selena Gomez tips for people who want that. And I'll be doing a bit of Britney miming. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's on at um, 8.45. But it's, it's actually, I mean, I sing in my show. I dance in my show. I wear a, le- a red. Uh, people think it's leather. It's actually PVC, a red uh, PVC. <laughs> And honestly, and thank God it's not too hot. Because if it was, I'd be on, you know, trip dry. You know, if you wear a kilt and it's really hot. Oh, God. I wore it in Adelaide and you could actually see the drips going down my thigh. Uh. <laughs> was that, you know, we got a J-cloth eventually just to wipe up the mess. Uh, oh, and by the way, you've not even mentioned my reveal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your reveal. Okay, okay yeah. you guys, Craig has come into the studio with a jumper. It's like a zip front jumper. And he was so protective of showing the top underneath. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to do the reveal now. And one, two, three, good radio. There we are. Oh, my God. Oh my it's a God. grinder top. It's a grinder T-shirt that says zero no feet, feet away, away. So, which is the truth in Because she's room. so close to us. <laughs> I don't know what grinder is. Is it something to do with um, coffee or something? I don't know. It sounds nice. Though. Yeah, it sounds nice. It's got yeah. nothing to do with homosexuals uh, being close to each other. Yeah, I like it. I think the idea of people meeting up for coffee, I think that's what it's about. Yep. But I, <laughs> I did always want this T-shirt. I saw a T-shirt with the grinder logo and it said zero feet away and I thought, such a provocative thing to wear in a bar and I've never had an occasion to wear it and then I thought 
Joy FM. <laughs> yes, you, you, if you got to do it, it, you got to come to the Gay and Lesbian Radio Station because we really are zero feet away. At, yeah. one, at one time, I did actually review uh, review Grinder on the show. Did you? Yeah, and we spent the time going through and seeing who was around. It was People don't really realise it's a public forum sometimes, yeah. do they? Like, <laughs> I saw someone do a show um, including Grinder, put it on a huge screen and brought people in the audience up on the screen. <gasps> but of course you don't realise, you kind of have put yourself out there, haven't you? Yeah. I sometimes kind of play with it and then sometimes I, I think oh you've got to be in the mood do you know it's, it's good I quite like it for the chat I, I like the like chat I'm in as well, well it's got a very specific um, colour scheme too so when someone's on it you can always tell you can tell when you're on a tram or a bus that somebody's on it oh and my friend has spotted people from a mile away in a bar and, and he said to me that person's on ground and I was like you can't even tell and he's going I can see the yellow <laughs> <laughs> hey this is Ricky Lee and you're listening to Different Strokes with Dave and Jade on Joy 94.9 and my girlfriend actually even named the show just to you know go back into different strokes folklore. Yeah, folklore. <laughs> Pull out the book, yeah. drop it on the table and blow off the dust on the cover and yeah. the cobwebs. <laughs> yeah, she did uh, come up with the name Different Strokes. I think at one stage we were uh, steering into very, very dangerous territories with the names. Um, we, we were going to do um, something as a homage to Paul Abdul's um, Opposites Attract. Attract yeah. yeah. Thank God we never did that. <laughs> you know? like yeah. it's just <laughs> Very awkward. We have many reasons to thank my girlfriend, and that's probably the most. Yeah, probably the most. And also, you know, for the countless um, years of support she's given us being our photographer and... Um, Unofficial entourage. <laughs> bag carrier. <laughs> it's all Jade. She's a diva. I'm telling you. It's the truth. <laughs> but um, over the years, you know, we've had the pleasure of interviewing, a, you know, a great variety of guests from bloggers mm-hmm. to pop stars. And, you know, really that is the breath and that is the um, the kind of feel and the heart of different strokes. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess for us, like, you know, we, we've got broad interests. Yes, we love music and TV and um, that kind of sort of mainstream pop culture stuff. But we're also, you know, I lo- absolutely love podcasts and bloggers. And so, you know, we've interviewed people like Jesse Thorne, who does an American podcast, um, and Heather Hogan, um, who's an American blogger for After Alan. Um, and, you know, and the thing is, some of those people have gone on to be really good friends of ours. So yeah. it's... It's been... And Rofi does as well. Yeah, Rofi does. We get, we They're get, an Australian uh, blogging duo. Yes, and who we just absolutely adore. And, um, you know, I remember the first time we interviewed them, we were all like, I was super nervous. Because, I, you know, I just, I'd re- been reading their blog and I was like, these girls are amazing. And now, um, you know, we're really good friends with them. And, yeah, it's... It's, it's really nice um, to have that opportunity to be on Joy. And given our background, we used to be on Wednesday nights mm-hmm. um, as a specialty show, as they call it here at Joy. Uh, you know, we had a lot of freedom with the kind of guests that we want on our show. And, you know, we, we could approach them, you know, with the help of Joy, mm-hmm. uh, get in contact with someone. And, you know, it, w- it was really fun to be able to talk to people that we admired and people we follow online. And, and things of that nature. So it was so wonderful to look back on some of the interviews. And, you know, I don't have like a massive mega mix mm-hmm. kind of mashup right now, but these are just some of our favourite interview moments. Indulge us a little. <laughs> Would you like to be the object of affection between uh, me and Ricky Lee? Oh, my Lee? God, I could totally be your wingman, black girl. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally, we can totally be like, oh, my God, okay, so we've got to get this, 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 this love interest and we can do this duet to fight over the guy. But in the end, really... 
we all know that you're going to win over the guy anyway. So you may as well choose someone and I'll help you win over the guy. <laughs> oh, my God, I could be like Cupid. That is amazing. And you need to use that concept in your next video. <laughs> First I was afraid, I was petrified. Thinking I could never live without you by my side. <laughs> Kookaburra costume and you hear the piano. I've always said to Jade, you know, oh, I feel like Danny Minogue is our biggest interview guest so far, but Jesse Thorne could be bigger than Danny Minogue. Do you feel that way? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know exactly his height and weight, but I think that at the very least I could probably take him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was, to this day, stands out as, I mean, that was over a year ago and it was one of the funniest things that had ever happened on different streets. Basically, Jesse Thorne didn't know who Danny Minogue was. <laughs> Jesse Thorne is, what, an American podcaster? podcaster yeah. And like we, we, we said, like you said, like you <laughs> You know, uh, you might be bigger than Danny Minogue, and he thought Danny Minogue was a dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a number of texts and emails come in. Gary has said, um, well done for your seven years of radio. Thank you. I wish you both every success in your future ventures. Jono and SJ from the Frost Tuesday crew have said, best wishes on your final brekkie show. It's been great listening over the past year. Pete from Craving says, Jaden, Dave, all the best for your futures. Thanks for all the giggles. Sorry, I'm not able to be there and to tune in for the last half hour, but massive thank you to both of you for everything you've done over the years. Don't be strangers. That's from Andrew. And Dave, I've left this one for last because this, oh God, I, I always get really emotional when we hear from people who have listened to us for a long time. Oh no. So uh, we've we've got a very, very lovely email from Yen Wei who has actually been listening to Different Strokes since we were on Wednesday nights. Yeah, he said, uh, so sad to hear this is your last show. I've been listening to Different Strokes since it was on Wednesday nights. It's been great seeing how the show and both of you have evolved over years. Thank you for bringing us so many excellent shows and best wishes for your next endeavours. Oh, Yenway! I, I, I get so emotional over hipster strokers. I can't help it. <laughs> hipster strokers, the early adopters, the trendsetters, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Yeah, But, exactly. you know, thank you so much for um, everyone's continued support. Yeah. Um, you know, Joy is a fantastic station for... And I... I think we can say this now, that both of us never thought that we would be doing radio. No. I don't even like the sound of my own voice, but, you know, I kind of grew to like it. It's like that mole on your face that you can't get rid of. You just kind of live with it. So I'm, I'm getting used to that, you know, the sound of my voice, but... I never thought I would be doing radio. And and every week to do this show, I have to pretend that I'm just talking to you. Yes, and which you are, you know, that's what makes it intimate because it's about conversation and it's about you guys and us and, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just we're, we're not broadcasting. We're just having a conversation with you. Yeah. That's all there is. And, uh, Jade, this is, like, one of my favourite parts of the show and you're going you're gonna to review an app for us for one last time. Yes. The app this week is called Icomania uh, and it's very, very simple concept, Dave. The concept is you get a picture up on a screen, it's some sort of icon and you have to guess what it is. <gasps> oh, my God. Pause the tape. I think I actually do have this on my phone. Maybe you do. Because my little brother was telling me about this. Oh, you know... I 
Things go missing. Basically, if you're a fan of like um, something like Words with Friends, um, this is a solo game, though you can share it on Facebook, you know, how your scores are going. But, uh, you know, it basically will display like, you know, a picture of um, what is SpongeBob, you know, not complete. You can just see the mouth and the yellow Hmm. uh, and you have to sort of guess. And there's lots of different – so they'll use – logos or parts of logos and you have to guess what the actual yep. word is and then go on as many streaks as you can go on and try and do so as quickly as you can. You've got like little helping things where you can um, reveal letters um, or delete letters from your pile that you're scrambling together. Mm. I really like these types of puzzle games. Any type of game that you can play when you're sort of just standing around, it's quite simple. Yep. Um, you can just go and, you know, go, oh, yeah, I'm waiting a couple of minutes for a tram. Let me just play this. And then I can, you know, go through as many levels. Here's a tram. All right, I'm on now. Like, mm. I don't need to worry about you it. You don't need to worry about that happening and all that. I think it's really cool because, and also anything with, like, a pop cultural tinge to it, mm. I'm a fan of. And they've got really modern ones too. I mean, obviously, I mentioned SpongeBob. There's things like, you know, Batman or whatever. But there's mm. also um, modern logos. Like, you know, you're looking at a, a the logo that's YouTube and you're like, oh, okay, that's YouTube you know um so modern references and things that you can actually um relate to Mm. uh it does get more difficult as you move through the levels but um you know i i really enjoy it the thing about this is jade and that's why it sounded so familiar what you're describing because i actually have a very similar app that does virtually the same thing and it's called icon pop quiz Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just you know their categories like famous people there's tv and films and they just are it's so funny how we as, you know, pop culture consumers can identify a logo or a symbol or mm. something. And it can be so obscure, but you can just tell what it is. Yeah. So I think you'll be very amazed at yourself at how much you know at these things. And how much we're being brainwashed. I, yeah. Isn't it scary? Isn't it scary? But, you know, it's a fun game um, to, to test for a bit of pop culture-ness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joy 94.9. One of our favourite moments of um, doing different strokes was when I brought on my mum, Mama Lim, and uh, this was around the time, it was actually the day after Ben won Big Brother last year. And my mum is not really much of a TV watcher, let alone reality TV watcher, but she got completely on board with Big Brother. And it's fair to say that she ended up to be a bigger celebrity than Ben from Big Brother. Our most popular guest by far. Well, yeah. So uh, we haven't had the pleasure of having Ben from Big Brother on our show, so it's really hard to check the popularity (laughs) polls. But let's just give it to my mum. Yeah. (laughs) Because she has to make me dinner tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Mum, how how much do you think you spent on voting for Ben? Can you imagine? <laughs> so when Dave was telling me it's 55 cents, Mom, I said, I don't care. <laughs> Look at it as my eye, take him up for a treat. <laughs> so what did you think about Ben proposing to his partner on oh, TV? That is good. That is good. So intelligent. Oh, I'm just so excited about that. Did you really? kind of tear up? Did you get emotional? Uh, tell, tell me about that. Didn't you see I wet my T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> My mom. Before her mom cry, I cry already. The minute they announced his name, oh my god! <laughs> it's hard not to be affected by Big Brother Jade when you hear my mom like tearing up. Yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I gotta stop. It just keeps flowing. And when when he kneeled down and proposed, I said, "Go!" 
Good on you. Good on you. <laughs> wow. Then I was uh, thinking, hey, those people who protest about gay marriages, come on, get real. Wake up. Spend your time somewhere else and protest on something else. See, something else maybe like against drug, a, a pusher, you know, something like that. that that poor innocent people's lie down. Forget about it. <laughs> See, my mum. My mum's keeping it real. She's yeah. all about equal love. That, yeah, that's Mama Limri on this right there. <laughs> Wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> oh, God. It is impossible not to fangirl over Mama Lim. She is amazing. You are uncontrollable. You, you, you do love my mum. We have to have you over for supper sometime. Yeah. Well, I remember the first time we actually met. We like we were both fangirling over each other because we'd been doing the show together for some time before we'd even, I'd even met your mum. And it was just like... She was like, oh, it's Jade. It's Jade. Yeah. <laughs> Joy, 94.9. Jade, we're joining the studio now. We're not quite sure why. Yeah. A very special guest. Uh, yeah, it's Conrad, who is the uh, general manager of Joy and the daytime program manager. Is that what you go by this That's time? That's me. Chris Jameson. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we're here for very obvious reasons because we're, we're saying goodbye the best way we know how to one of our... Favorite joy programs of six years. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been it, it's been an amazing ride for you guys, but it's been an amazing ride for joy listeners as well. Uh, you guys have put out, and we gave you the broadcasting award last year for excellence, and we didn't do that lightly. We did it because you were consistent, you um, on message, and we love you for everything you do here at the station. Thank you so much. It's well, nice to be acknowledged, so thank you. Yeah, I couldn't really say too much more other than um, you really personify for us great volunteers. You know, you give your all and um, you always came in and did a great show and um, and always were really smiley, even when it was really early in the morning. <laughs> and we could always hear that. So um, It's always you. difficult for me to be smiley too. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but Any you do it so well. Any time of the day. Yeah. <laughs> So we're, we're all very sad to see you go, but we're really excited for your future as well. And you always know where Joy is. We're always here. Yeah. The door's always open. Yeah. And, and Dave, can you give me your mum's number? Because <laughs> <laughs> I need a new presenter. Yeah, we've got our replacement. Our suggestion for a replacement is Dave's mum and my nan. Yeah. <laughs> Get him to give me a call. Excellent. It'll be like the Golden Girls. Yeah. Oh, my God. You had me at Golden Girls. <laughs> So we've got kind of two little things that we want to give to you, and obviously we don't want to chew up all of your time. So um, we went out there and, uh, you know, canvassed the world, and a lot of people were very, you know, um, upset about seeing you leave Joy. And um, in Dave's case, we couldn't get any of them to commit to doing any audio because they were too upset. You know, J-Lo, Madonna, <laughs> Katy Perry, we just, Brandy, even, you know, when we were told them, they just couldn't record anything. But we did find one person that wanted to say something to Jade okay. that I think you'll find quite interesting. Okay, let's take a listen. Hey, Jade, this is Sarah from Tegan and Sarah, and we just wanted to say congratulations on six years. We know you're going to go on to do amazing things, and we wish you the best. Oh my God! <laughs> so we really couldn't have said it better ourselves. And although this isn't going to really work for radio, trust me, I've got two frames in front of, in front of me for everyone who's listening. Uh, it's not a certificate again, but we wanted you to take a little bit of different strokes with you because you've mm-hmm. given so much to us. So it's a beautiful vis- visual representation of how we uh, we hope that you... You'll always feel part of the gang. And there's a little message on there as well. We'll post that picture up on the Joy Facebook and yeah. on the website later for everyone to see. But uh, 
That yeah. is so fabulous. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for everyone to see this frame picture. It is beyond. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think it, it's just ridiculously different strokes. <laughs> it is it's very different strokes. Yeah. Thank you guys so much no for problem. your support. Oh, the pleasure has always been ours. Definitely. Oh, thank, you. thank you. All the best. All right, thank you. Uh, Jade, uh, do you want to do your thank yous? Uh, yes, I had to write them down, Dave. <laughs> um, I did. Uh, of course, we do want to thank uh, Chris, uh, Chris Jameson, uh, Conrad Brown, uh, the Joy Board, um, all the Joy volunteers who always chime in with like little bits of you know thank yous and uh, support for us. Um, we have to thank um, some people specifically by name: um, Dan Vo, um, Petro, who is our podcaster, um, Jed Gilbert, Nat Bennett, who was um, our early podcaster, our two news readers, uh, Brett and Alistair. Um, two people who mentored us early on in our time at Joy, Jenny O'Joy and Adam Stobbs. Um, I do have to say thank you to um, my girlfriend, Katie, who has, as we mentioned, been a real support to us. Um, the people who listened to us on Wednesday nights and supported us, anyone who ever posted anything on our Facebook and Twitter, you have no idea how excited we would get when people would tune in and tell us that they loved the show uh, and it's just been an absolute privilege to be on air and um, I've enjoyed every minute of it and I mean of course Dave I I mean I've loved being with you every second so. It's been so wonderful to watch our relationship grow from uh, as I mentioned before uh, being strangers doing different strokes mm-hmm. to now being best friends It's it's been beautiful and you know what like I said before uh, we didn't actually picture ourselves on air you know Jade was interested in behind the scenes stuff with radio I didn't even like the sound of my own voice I kind of just fell into it but you know we, we highly encourage you as um, you know people in the gay and lesbian community to be heard you know if, if this is stuff that you're interested in you know in entertaining your community or you know sharing uh, your story get involved with joy you know there's a taste of radio course that's fantastic it'll get you skilled up on radio in a really fun and informative way so and and you too could be a part of this you know sound this gay and lesbian sound that we're you know all creating here in melbourne and in australia and i mean the most important thing too is dave you know we've obviously given a lot of time and and really enjoyed being volunteers but i have some really great lifelong friends um from joy and you know it's been such a good experience you know when i started at joy the only other gay person i knew in the world besides my girlfriend was you mm-hmm. and you know I now have you know a whole variety of friends uh, and people I can count on and you know people who have really sort of mentored us through um, that you know this process and it's just amazing. So it's been a terrific experience thank you everyone for your support this is us signing off Jade and Dave different strokes when can I see you I'm going to get that audio and play it over and over to myself. That Tegan and Sarah message? <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they did that, and man. I love Sarah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Switch on the sky and the stars glow for you. Go see the world because it's all so brand new. Don't close your eyes because your future's ready to shine. It's just a matter of time before we learn how to fly. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.